Welcome to the Heavenly Banquet where the hungry are filled with good things. Today's reading comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own Son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a familiar passage, and familiar passages comfort us, but Oftentimes, with the familiar, we struggle to hear with new ears, to see with new eyes, to appreciate with open minds and vulnerable hearts. The plain meaning of the text here is simple enough, still extravagant and outrageous, but simple. There's nothing in this whole world, nothing that we know and nothing unknown, nothing in this present moment and nothing in the unseen future, nothing that we can imagine and nothing that anyone can invent, nothing even as universal and seemingly final as death itself that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's nothing that this world has ever known or will ever know that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. There is no power like the power of the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing can overcome the power of that love. Nothing else has any meaning in the face of that love. That love conquers all, even death itself, and nothing, absolutely nothing, can stand in the way of the love of God in Christ Jesus. This is the story of salvation history, a story about a God who loves us because God made us for that love, a story about a God who refuses to give up on us, who refuses to stop loving us, even when we fail to love God, fail to love each other, and fail to love ourselves. 
a story about a God who relentlessly pursues us through the desert of Canaan, through the fields of Egypt, through the wilderness beyond the Jordan, a God who proclaims the divine determination again and again, I will be your God and you will be my people. A God who keeps insisting on that, even though we reject that God over and over and over again. A God whose love for us was so great that God couldn't bear to be so estranged from us any longer, and so that God became one of us, dwelt with us, walked with us, ate with us, cried with us, suffered and died for and with us, to breach the gap between us and to demonstrate the perfection of a love that chooses vulnerability and humiliation over our rejection, over our no. Nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing at all. God doesn't give up on us. God never has and God never will. God's love reaches across all of our imperfections, all of our flaws, all of our rejections. God's love reaches across our addictions and our abuse, our failed relationships and our indiscretions, our imperfect parenting and our absence, our rudeness and our insecurities. God's love reaches across everything that we think is wrong and ugly and bad about ourselves and says, yeah, I know, I see it too, but... That's not going to stop me from loving you. Nothing will. I made you for my love, and I don't make mistakes. Now that's pretty good news, or I think so, but it's also pretty elementary stuff, fundamental stuff, which means it's of tantamount importance. But let me point out one other thing in this text, something that I think is just as interesting and maybe more poignant as we reflect on this all hollow tide. When Paul writes that nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, he's not just referencing our status before God, the fact that nothing can get in the way of God's relentless, all-conquering love. That's true. But the love of God in Christ Jesus isn't a simple me and God issue, a transaction between the individual and the divine. The love of God in Christ Jesus is inseparable from our love of neighbor, is distinguished, is defined by the love we have for each other. The love of God in Christ Jesus is love that we experience as a beloved community, not alone, but with and through each other, in our relationships with one another. So the more extraordinary, or let's say the more surprising claim here, is that Yes, while nothing can separate us from God's love, nothing can separate us from loving each other. Nothing at all. Not even death. That means that everything that I said that God reaches across, all of our imperfections, all of our flaws, all of our rejections, addictions, and abuse— our failed relationships, our indiscretions, our imperfect parenting, our absence, our rudeness, our bad table manners, our weird habits, the terrible things we've yelled in arguments, and 
the things we didn't say when others needed to hear them. All of those things that God reaches across to us in love are things that others are able to reach across to love us and things that we are able to overcome to love others. That love doesn't necessarily mean that we forget. It doesn't mean that we have to accept the hurtful things that happened as somehow okay. It doesn't mean that we're expected to allow those things to happen again. It means that those things aren't overwhelming, impossible obstacles that can't somehow be overcome by love. Love is hard work. Love is difficult. Love is challenging. Love is exhausting. Love is an unrelenting task. Love is the most difficult thing you'll ever do, but love can reach across anything. So if you feel you're unworthy of love because of something you've said or done or not done, you're wrong. You're wrong. God still loves you, and someone else can and will and likely already does love you too. And if you feel like the love you have for someone else is broken beyond repair by something they've said or done or not done, well, you're wrong again. You're wrong. Love can reach across that too. It might take time. It might take years. It might take the rest of your life. It might not happen until after they're dead and gone, but nothing can stop love. Nothing can conquer love. Love can reach across any obstacle, real or imagined, present or future, anything in life and even the chasm of death. You know, till death do us part? Well, that's a legal boundary, not a Christian one. We love each other beyond death, through death, in spite of death. On this All Souls Day, we remember that our God turns even ghost stories into love stories. That although our bodies may die, love remains. Love lives on. Love can reach across any obstacle and join us to God and to one another, and love will reach across every obstacle until the perfection of an age when we will see that love shine perfectly in the face of God and in the face of each other in the heavenly kingdom to come. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord.